Welcome to the show. Because I consider a free press one of the bulwarks of a free society, it irks the hell out of me when I see the press abusing their constitutionally protected status by blatantly lying to the American people. My reaction goes from irritation to anger when media lies may result in physical harm, as in the media lie I'm going to share with you right now. The Dr. Reality Vodcast with Dave Champion. Let's start with this. I'm the author of Body Science, a groundbreaking book on human physiology that is healing disease and saving lives every day. It does that by utterly destroying the disinformation that's flooded the American consciousness for 60 years and explaining the truth about nutritional physiology, how our bodies really work. Being committed to getting the truth out to my fellow man, you can imagine what I think when I see reporters saying obscenely inaccurate things which, if believed by their readers or viewers, may result in illness or premature death. I was recently appalled by an article on Livestrong.com entitled The Connection Between Carbohydrates and Sinus Problems, written by registered nurse Krista Sheehan. Here is the part of the article that contains shockingly false information. Quote, According to the Mayo Clinic, a low-carb or no-carb diet can actually be detrimental to the overall health of your body. While it might eliminate some of your sinus problems, it could actually cause more serious health problems. A low-carbohydrate diet may cause headache, dizziness, fatigue, muscle weakness, nausea, diarrhea, and constipation. If your daily carbohydrate intake is less than 20 grams per day, a condition known as ketosis could develop. This condition occurs when the body does not have enough sugar to produce energy. As a result, it begins destroying your fat stores to create glucose. As fat breaks down, ketones are produced and accumulate in your body. Immediate symptoms of ketosis include nausea, headache, fatigue, and foul breath. If left untreated, ketosis can be life-threatening. Close quote. I want to break down those... (laughs) Insane falsehoods. But before we do, let's see what Livestrong has to say on its website about its editorial standards. Quote, Livestrong.com delivers trusted health, nutrition, and fitness information. Trusted health. After I've broken down Ms. Sheehan's statement, you be the judge of how much you trust Livestrong. Quote, the comprehensive articles we publish take considerable time to research and fact check, which is why you won't find breaking news on our site. When we're done looking at Ms. Sheehan's claims, you be the judge of whether Livestrong did any research or conducted any fact checking. Let's debunk Nurse Sheehan's statements one by one. The first assertion she makes is that, quote, A low-carbohydrate diet may cause headaches, dizziness, fatigue, muscle weakness, nausea, diarrhea, and constipation. Now, remember, Sheehan is saying the Mayo Clinic said these things. So, what did the Mayo Clinic really say? In an article entitled, Low-Carb Diet, Can It Help You Lose Weight?, the Mayo Clinic staff wrote the following about what it perceives as possible risks from a low-carb diet. Quote, A sudden and large drop in carbs can cause short-term side effects such as constipation, headache, muscle cramps. 
you will notice the Mayo Clinic staff cited just three side effects and made it clear they are short-term, while Sheehan completely omitted the Mayo Clinic's reference to short-term. What's the truth behind the Mayo Clinic's claims of short-term constipation, headache, or muscle cramps? First, we have to remember that the establishment does not want people to go on a low-carb ketogenic diet so they represent as much negative material as they can about it, the vast majority being disinformation. When you shift from glucoses, a condition in which your cells burn glucose for energy, into ketosis, where your cells burn predominantly fatty acids for energy, there are a couple of days during which you don't feel amazing because your cells are accustomed to burning glucose for energy, and you're depriving them of high blood glucose by cutting your carb intake. Some folks may get a bit of a headache, most don't. I'm quite active in the ketosis community and have never spoken to anyone who said they experienced muscle cramps from cutting carbs, so we can dismiss that as just more anti-ketosis disinformation. What about constipation? Whenever a person significantly alters the content of what is moving through their intestinal tract, there will be a change in bowel movements. Nothing mysterious or harmful about that, the body will adjust to the change and set a new schedule for bowel movements. In other words, Sheehan and the Mayo Clinic are characterizing completely natural things as problematic. Sheehan continues, quote, A low-carbohydrate diet may cause headaches, dizziness, fatigue, muscle weakness, nausea, diarrhea, and constipation. Diarrhea and constipation? Sheehan is now associating a lot of very unpleasant-sounding conditions with a low-carb diet without any reference to short-term, thus giving the impression these are ongoing effects of the ketogenic diet. They aren't. If one experiences a headache, dizziness, or fatigue, that will only be in those few transitional days I mentioned a moment ago. Of the thousands of people I've spoken with who are on a low-carb ketogenic diet— no one has ever said they experience nausea, nor is there any muscle weakness associated with ketosis. Those claims are both flat-out lies. Sheehan then says, quote, If your daily carbohydrate intake is less than 20 grams a day, a condition known as ketosis could develop. This condition occurs when the body does not have enough sugar to produce energy. As a result, it begins destroying your fat stores to create glucose. Okay, let's be clear about this. If you eat less than 20 grams of carbs per day, it is not, as Sheehan says, that ketosis could develop. If you consume less than 20 carbs per day, you will flip into ketosis. Eating less than 20 grams of carbs a day makes flipping into ketosis as certain as that the sun will rise tomorrow morning. How can Sheehan be an RN and not understand basic human physiology? Then Sheehan says, quote, This condition occurs when the body does not have enough sugar to produce energy. Eh, well, that's not the way I would phrase it. I'm not going to quibble about phraseology. But this next part is nutty when she says, As a result, it begins destroying your fat stores to create glucose. Destroying your fat stores. Otherwise known as weight loss. <laughs> And no, in the absence of dietary carbs, the body does not mobilize stored fats to create glucose. If that were the case, your body would never flip into ketosis because it would simply convert stored fat and or dietary fat into glucose, and the cells would keep burning glucose for energy. 
In reality, when a person cuts carbs to below somewhere in the range of about 30 grams a day, the body mobilizes stored fat so the cells can begin burning fatty acids for energy rather than glucose. That process is what transitions your body from the toxic state of glucosis into the abundantly healthy state of ketosis. Sheehan's next statement is one of the worst examples of disinformation I have ever seen. She says, quote, As fat breaks down, ketones are produced and accumulate in your body. Immediate symptoms of ketosis include nausea, headache, fatigue, and foul breath. Okay, so first, ketones do not accumulate in the body. You might recall I said that in ketosis, your cells burn primarily fatty acids for energy. I use the word primarily rather than exclusively because in ketosis, the cells also burn ketones, just to a lesser extent than fatty acids. But there is an exception to that ratio because fatty acids cannot cross the blood-brain barrier when in ketosis, your brain cells burn ketones for energy. Then Sheehan says, quote, Immediate symptoms of ketosis include nausea, headache, fatigue, and foul breath. All of that is completely and utterly false. In fact, when your body flips into ketosis, you feel amazing. It will be one of the best feelings of your life. In my case, it happened on the fourth day after limiting my carbs to 30 grams a day or less. I was sitting at my desk not feeling terrific because my cells had been consuming glucose for 58 years at that time, and four days earlier, I'd cut off any meaningful amount of carbs in my diet. I needed something from the other room, so I stood up from my desk, and bam! Suddenly, I felt fantastic. It was like someone had thrown a switch. In an instant, I went from feeling lethargic and low energy to feeling amazing. The change from glucosis to ketosis doesn't happen in the blink of an eye for everyone, as it did for me, but everyone has the same experience of feeling amazing when ketosis kicks in. So, when your body flips from glucosis to ketosis, do you, as Sheehan claims, experience nausea? No. Headaches? No. Fatigue? Not only is that a no, but just the opposite occurs. Your energy levels go through the roof. Foul breath? No, of course not. Before I continue, allow me to encourage you to subscribe to the channel so you'll be notified when I post new content, and hit the like button so the algorithms will show this video to more people. Thanks for taking a moment to do that. This brings us to Sheehan's final mind-blowing disinformation when she says, quote, if left untreated, ketosis can be life-threatening. In other words, Sheehan is saying that if you reduce your carbohydrate intake to 20 grams a day or less, you could die. <laughs> oh my god. Before I rip Sheehan's disinformation apart with science, let's apply some basic common sense. Eating low-carb has been growing in popularity for the last few years. While not everyone who is eating a low-carb diet is under 20 grams of carbs a day, many are. This would include a large percentage of those who are eating keto-style and 100% of those eating carnivore-style. While solid numbers are hard to come by, with the popularity of keto and carnivore, it would not be unreasonable to assume that perhaps one-third of 1% of the U.S. population is consuming 20 grams or less of carbs per day. In other words, 1.1 million Americans are eating less than 20 grams of carbs a day, which Sheehan says is life-threatening. 
So, how many of those 1.1 million Americans have died from eating? (laughs) I'm sorry, less than 20 grams of carbs a day. That would be zero, zip, zilch, nada. In my case, I haven't exceeded 30 grams of carbs a day in six years, and I haven't exceeded nine grams of carbs a day in the last four years, with my daily carb count over the last four years usually coming in at about three grams. So, Ms. Sheehan, when am I going to die from being in ketosis? Well, Sheehan says people in ketosis are in a life-threatening situation, What is the real-world experience of those living in ketosis? The real-world experience of living in ketosis is losing all of your excess body fat, becoming lean and metabolically healthy, reversing all lifestyle chronic diseases such as insulin resistance, hypertension, type 2 diabetes, and heart disease, while not getting diseases such as cancer, Alzheimer's, gout, and gallstones. Ketosis also has a stunning record of eliminating or greatly ameliorating autoimmune diseases and mental illnesses from bipolar disorder to clinical depression. So apparently, Sheehan believes that millions of Americans getting astoundingly healthy in both mind and body from living in ketosis is life-threatening. Granted, it may be life-threatening to big med, big pharma, and big food, but not to any of us who are living in ketosis. So what is Sheehan really talking about when she says it's life-threatening? Sheehan is referring to ketoacidosis, which has zero to do with the nutritional state of ketosis. Ketosis is the state in which mankind lived from birth till death for millions of years and is the way our 100 trillion cells of our body are programmed to function, while ketoacidosis is a pathological condition generally resulting from a type 1 diabetic failing to take his or her insulin. Phrased another way, ketosis is the most natural way for humans to exist and produces incredible health, while ketoacidosis is the result of having a life-threatening disease to begin with and then not being responsible about taking the drug that keeps you alive. Literally, the only thing ketosis and ketoacidosis have in common is that the first four letters of each of their names is K-E-T-O. And yet somehow, Krista Sheehan, an RN, and supposedly a professional health writer, conflated two completely unrelated conditions simply because they both begin with the same four letters. Now, let's return to Livestrong's editorial claim that they take considerable time to research and fact-check every article before they're published. How much research or fact-checking do you think Livestrong's staff did on Sheehan's article? It's pretty clear zero research was done on what she wrote and zero fact-checking. Livestrong also said it delivers trusted health information. Do you think Sheehan's article constitutes trusted health information? You may recall, earlier on, I mentioned that the establishment does not want anyone eating a ketogenic diet. That's because they don't want the public discovering the life-changing health benefits of living in ketosis. In this context, the establishment is primarily the United States government, big pharma, big med, and big food. Most people are aware those entities pour billions of dollars into getting reporters and media outlets to run stories telling people any diet that puts people in ketosis is unhealthy, even though the exact opposite is the factual reality of it. So, did Nurse Sheehan get paid an extra amount of money to present the falsehoods we've discussed? I don't know. 
Perhaps it would be better for her reputation if that was the case, because the alternative explanation may be more unflattering, that as an RN, she doesn't have the intelligence to differentiate between an incredibly healthy physiological state and a pathological condition that can kill the afflicted person. Would you trust an RN who couldn't differentiate those two? Then we have the same question about Livestrong. Was there a commitment made to Livestrong that if it published complete bullshit to scare people away from ketosis, it would receive a financial benefit, such as an increase in advertising contracts? Again, I don't know. And again, it may be better for Livestrong if that were true, because the alternative explanation is their stated editorial policies are cynical bullshit intended to fool the public. I said in the intro that it angers me when media lies may result in physical harm. Imagine someone with a disease such as type 2 diabetes or heart disease was considering adopting a ketogenic diet to reverse those diseases, but chose not to adopt that healthy non-pharmacological means of eliminating those diseases because Livestrong and Sheehan spread the grotesque disinformation that by doing so they place themselves in a life-threatening situation. Imagine being scared away from eliminating disease by the lies of those who say they provide trusted health information. If you'd like to discover the science behind the incredible healthful state of ketosis, the toxic state of glucosis, and learn about the 60-year government and industry disinformation campaign that has led the U.S. population to be the sickest people in all of human history, you need to read Body Science. The great news is that the pandemic of ill health can be turned around without giving big med or big pharma a penny. Body science makes it crystal clear how you and your loved ones can do exactly that. You can grab a copy of Body Science by going to drreality.news, drreality.news. I'll put the link in the notes. While you're there, take a look at Income Tax Shattering the Mist, the best-selling book in America that provides you with mountains of incontrovertible evidence straight from the government, proving the Congress has never imposed the income tax on ordinary, hardworking Americans like you. Whether it's ketosis or income tax, I practice what I preach. I have been in ketosis for six years and haven't filed an income tax return or paid a penny of income tax in 30 years. I wrote the best-selling book in the country on the subject and speak about it coast to coast. And here I sit. Perhaps I know something you should know. The only difference between those who know the truth and those who still believe the establishment's false narrative is those who know the truth took the time to read Income Tax Shattering the Myths. Once you know the truth, you can decide what you want to do about it, including safely walking away from the scam and keeping 100% of your earnings if that appeals to you. But first, you have to know the truth, balls to bone. Income Tax Shattering the Mist does that for you. As with the tens of thousands of people who've read Income Tax Shattering the Mist before you, when you close the final page, you'll be thoroughly convicted that the U.S. government has lied to you your entire life, along with every other American, and has done so to commit the largest financial crime in world history. No matter what you choose to do with what you learn from Income Tax Shattering the Mist, it will be one of the most fascinating books you will ever read. You have my word on that. So go to drreality.news, drreality.news. Pick up a copy of Body Science or Income Tax Shattering the Mist or both, and they will change your life. Also, by purchasing Body Science or Income Tax Shattering the Mist or both, you help me to continue to be here for you with these revealing and thought-provoking presentations. Please share this video everywhere so others can discover the truth also. Thanks for being here.